0: Jay Rosenthal I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is BFC Live for Thursday, July 30th, 2020. This and all other BFC Lives are available on our website at businessofcannabis.ca as well as wherever you find your podcasts. Coming up, our conversation with Liz Tahura of BDSA. They are our official insights partner. She's going to dive deep about baby boomers and their cannabis use in a session that we're calling fact or fiction. Yesterday was a big day at Business of Cannabis. Uh, we uh, were at the opening of Supret in Toronto, and we recorded something there. Uh, you can see that on our website. As well, we had a Cannabis Forward event based in Vancouver. It was answering the question, can BC lead cannabis in Canada again? Thanks to our presenting partner, Robic, and our host in Vancouver, Council 45. Tomorrow on BFC Live, we'll be joined by Matt Maurer of the official law firm of Business of Cannabis, Torque & Mains. We also have some other events coming up August 7th, a week from tomorrow. So you want to open a cannabis retail store. It'll be a session with Can Delta at noon Eastern, as well as a Q&A. On August 27th, we will have another Cannabis Forward Education and Networking event with our partners at Diversity Talk, and it's, uh, talking about social equity and practice. You can follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and on our website at businessofcannabis.ca. Thanks to our ongoing partners, BDSA, Cannabis at work, cannabis benchmarks, can delta and torque in Maine's, and as always, we are protected by our partners at Alset. Enjoy this session of fact or fiction about baby boomers with Liz Tahura of BDSA. Enjoy. to thanks for being here hello nice to see you jay nice to see you and thank you for making this a thursday rather than a wednesday we can't control when retail operators open and yesterday was uh superette in toronto so we wanted to make sure we held time for them so thank you for being
1: flexible absolutely uh what a beautiful store they've launched so congratulations to super
0: it's really something and uh i have a pink a bright pink sweatshirt to show for it so uh I'm pretty jazzed about that. I should have worn it. Maybe I will next time. You should have. I'm a little jealous, I have (laughs) to admit. (laughs) I will wear it next time. Everybody in the household is jealous. Everybody. Um, (laughs) uh, We're going to do something a little bit different as we head into August. Um, uh, We're going to do three, at least three, sort of fact or fiction about consumers, consumer segments. Is that right?
1: Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, we'll do something it. Something a little fun for the summertime.
0: A little fun for something. Now you're gonna have to do it in rhyme. So you didn't even know <laughs> that. You have to freestyle in rhyme. Uh, so that's exciting because I think that's important about sort of obviously segment is important, understanding who they are, and then dispelling what we have in our mind that they may or may not represent. Who is the first or what is the first demographic?
1: We are going to talk about boomers today.
0: Good. I like boomers. Uh, do Me we too? <laughs> do, 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 do they consume lots of cannabis and what times? And that's what you're going to tell us, I hope.
1: We're, we're going to dig into that just a little bit. Absolutely.
0: Great. Well, go to it.
1: All right. Let's get the screen share going. All right. So part one, factor fiction about boomers. Uh, so this is a pretty common one that you hear around uh, that boomers only consume cannabis for aches and pains. Um, Jay, I don't know if you think that's fact or fiction. I bet you have a pretty good guess.
0: I think that is fiction. I think boomers love weed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good guess. <laughs> uh, so, you know, as we all know, boomers are a really important and, and frankly growing um, segment of the cannabis consumer population. Uh, a group that has had, uh, in many, many times, or in many instances, has already had experience with cannabis. Uh, In the past, and are coming back into the fold, so to speak, to experience and explore the new legal landscape. Um, So, these are, uh, you know, in some ways we can call them new consumers. Um, I like to think of them as sort of relapsed consumers or, or refreshed consumers, even better. Uh, but, but in many, many ways, exploring and learning in real time about the, the plethora of new options and form factors and potencies and flavors, um, and just all the nuance that has sprung up around the legal cannabis market. Uh, so there's a lot for them to get familiar with, um, very different than, uh, than the cannabis that they experienced when they were in their, in their younger days. Uh, Just to kind of give you a sense of the size of this population, so, you know, we often talk about that 30 to 30 or 35 to 37 or 38 percent, depending on the province, of Canadian adults who consume cannabis, Uh, about 22 percent of those are 55 plus, so in that boomer uh, generation, boomer or above generation, Um, and as a comparison, that's about the same as the U.S. level one, so fully legal, uh, both recreational and medicinal U.S. states. So again, there's that assumption that boomers consume cannabis only for aches and pains or medical uh, conditions. And uh, in some ways, uh, yes, boomer consumption is very, very health focused. So they are more medically motivated than the other age groups. Um, And they, as a group, are a little less interested in in inhaling due to health concerns than, say, your Gen X or your uh, Millennials or or even Gen Z as they're aging into cannabis. Um, So they are more likely to be consuming cannabis for pain management as well. They're more likely to to list that as one of their top reasons um, and also to avoid prescription or over-the-counter medication. Uh, About 90% of boomers believe that marijuana, Uh, can relieve pain. um, And 84% believe that it has medicinal benefits. Uh, So a pretty solid group of medical motivations there uh, within this group. And uh, 45% actually consider their cannabis consumption as medicine. Uh, So nearly half of them um, absolutely thinking of this as a a medicine. we do see that a large number of boomers state their primary reason for consuming is to relieve really pain. Um, so that is the top answer for this for age group overall. Um, interestingly, um, probably not too surprisingly, boomers are more likely to, to consume or to use, uh, utilized topicals than the other age groups. Um, in Canada, about 25% report that they've used topicals in the past six months. Um, And 16% say that's their preferred method of of, uh, utilizing cannabis. Um, Now that's not a very high percentage, but if you compare that to Gen Z or Millennials at about 4%, and even Gen Y, which is a little higher at 10%, um, definitely can see that there's there's a lean towards topicals within that population. Um, Just as another point of comparison. About 41% of uh, consumers in those U.S. Level 1 states state that topicals are are consumed in the past six months. So there's definitely room to grow the topicals category up in Canada. And um, also interesting, Canadian boomers are a little less likely to consume edibles than the other two age groups. Uh, so some of that is due to a lack of confidence in the experience that, they are going to, uh, that they're going to have consuming edibles. Possibly, especially with this age group, there could be some, uh, some bad memories in the past of edibles experiences going wrong uh, back in the day before things were more super regulated and consistent. Um, so there's definitely an opportunity to grow the edibles category, especially up in Canada, uh, within the boomer population, the boomer segment. Um, Really important things here are going to be functional ingredients. So we've talked a lot about functional ingredients in other segments, Jay. Um, I think this is especially important for the boomer boomer category, the boomer segment of the population. Uh, Another kind of interesting call out uh, when asking about their food choices in general, so not necessarily tied to their cannabis consumption, uh, but low sugar is one of the most important features uh, when consuming or when thinking about consuming products. Um, just food products just in general. Um, so we would, we would imagine that with cannabis that's going to be no different. Uh, for this population, you know, products that are less candy inspired uh, for edibles and a little bit more supplement inspired are probably going to resonate better with the boomer consumer. So yeah, I'm for Jay, at least once. Um, but, the uh, the catch of this is that is not the only reason that boomers consume cannabis. Uh, the reason that they consume are actually not all that different from the average consumer, uh, regardless of age group, um, and you can't discount their desire to let loose, relax, and just have fun. Um, so 60%, almost the same percentage that state that they consume cannabis for medicinal reasons uh, consume cannabis to um, to for social or recreational purposes. Another about 30% say they consume for quality of life purposes. Um, so they wanna use utilize cannabis to relax, unwind, have a good time, even get high. Uh, For those that do inhale, which as I mentioned, a slightly smaller incidence rate than the other age groups, but it's still over 60% of Boomer consumers that are stating that they've inhaled in the past, inhaled cannabis in the past uh, six months. Their number one reason for consuming inhalables, which is slightly different from um, edibles and topicals, which are a little bit more medicinally focused, um, but the number one reason for consuming inhalables amongst Amongst boomers about 59% say is to relax and be mellow. <laughs> uh, and Then another 50% or 50% actually say that the primary reason for consuming uh, or for inhaling cannabis or smoking a joint uh, is to have fun. And believe it or not, there's actually a higher percentage of boomers that state that they consume inhalables to have fun than Gen X. Um, so don't underestimate your, uh, your boomer population's desire to have a good time there. See, Thanksgiving, uh,
0: Thanksgiving can be more fun.
1: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, uh, they're, they're right about in line with uh, the Gen Z, or, or the Millennials. Um, so to your point, Jay, maybe it's uh, nephews and grandmas sitting out in the back uh, smoking a joint while we're waiting for the, the turkey to roast. Amen. <laughs> um, another interesting note about the boomers is that the the functional um, activity that they most often cite for utilizing cannabis is for great, getting creative and/or getting motivated. Um, again, it's very different from a uh, from a medicinal standpoint. Um, so, so a little bit of both. Um, so, I think we buried the lead here, but. Fiction. <laughs> Fiction. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, boomer consumption, just like all cannabis consumers, it's multifaceted. It's multifaceted. Um, really important not to put the boomers into preconceived notions or assumptions or segments. Uh, their need states are going to be driving their consumption and why they're consuming. Um, and also interesting to note that nearly half of boomers do believe that cannabis is healthier than alcohol. And when we think about other beverages that boomers are consuming, about 75% say they still consume coffee, uh, and 57% consume carbonated soft drinks. So just like when we're thinking about edibles and topicals, uh, there certainly is an opportunity in a the market there for the boomer cannabis consumer to think about beverages, um, especially those that are going to have functional benefits and that can fit well into their day-to-day activities, Um, whether that be in the morning for an energize and get motivated session, more on that sort of social recreational, or um, right before bed for uh, for sleep or aches and pains, Um, certainly many, many ways to engage with this consumer. in the US, definitely see CBD and topicals and low THC products as a big opportunity within the boomer generation. Um, but I would say don't make a mistake of putting them into a narrow box um, and only think of, thinking of them within those products. There's still plenty of opportunity to sell uh, grandma and grandpa some joints um, and have them have a nice relaxing barbecue just like there is with, with ourselves or our, our friends. Yeah.
0: It, we need to sell more cannabis to boomers. I mean, we're not, need to, they're certainly buying it. They're using it, as you said. But it really is, um, you, you do realize, and I, I, say, I feel like I say this every week, but you realize that there's so much blue sky for segmentation, product development, finding the right product for the right audience at the right time. And their need states may be slightly different. Uh, in some cases, they are. In some cases, they aren't. But well, you can imagine, I mean, everything you just said, a, a lower dose, low sugar, edible, that's not candy, might be a good entry point. Now, you know, these, the companies certainly in Canada are maybe a ways away from there, but certainly the opportunity is there to try and figure out if you could crack that nut because nobody else seems to be moving it out of space. And I would say even the topicals, which you discussed, nobody's really targeting that specific to them yet.
1: Yeah, I would completely agree, and tying it right back to to Superette and some of these stores that are opening up in Ontario and around the country, um, having that great retail experience is also such a wonderful opportunity, um, not just for the boomer population, but really for any either newer or lapsed consumer who is going to want to have that elevated experience, who's going to want to feel comfortable, who's going to want to feel. Like they are purchasing something that is not illicit, that is not um, sort of under the table. Um, we've seen we've seen a lot of success here in Colorado with a few stores that are that are very focused towards making that um, very comfortable shopper experience. So I think it goes hand in hand with the product experience.
0: Yeah, because all, all those all the sort of the the f- fact and fiction that you the the fiction that you dispelled uh, and the fact that you laid out is true for retailers too right i mean one of one of it's about products in the store and that's important for development but thinking about that demographic to get them into the store to buy anything is really important and thinking about their mindset thinking about what motivates them and actually as we talk i mean certainly supret opened in in a neighbor that's not you know the core of downtown that's not a hipster neighborhood And, and that is actually relatively new in toronto that these stores are opening up more in um let's say established neighborhoods uh, with, with older people, whether it's the Suprat store, there's a hemisphere store. That's people in Toronto. It's like Avenue and Wilson. There's a bunch of stores going up. Like it's much more into more established neighborhoods. And I think thinking about that in your fact of fiction is super important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the, the, the great take out there is, you know, all of these consumer groups that we've talked about, whether it's the next couple that we'll talk about later this month or ones that we've touched on earlier this summer, um, uh, they have very unique need states and, and needs, and there is an opportunity for overlap within those products as well. Uh, so it, it's, it's really about figuring out how to not just develop the right product, but then message it to, uh, to the right audience and, and with a uh, sort of that story that's gonna resonate best with their needs states and their, their experiences.
0: Well, this has been a great factor fiction. It's like a ge- we're going to launch a game show. See, now we really have something going. <laughs> All uh, right, I like it. <laughs> I re- it, I really, it is, it is. So I, I look forward to what's coming next. Thank you for this factor fiction about boomers. And now we really can say, okay, boomers, because we know they want to <laughs> they wanna roll. Uh, I appreciate the time list. Thanks for moving to Thursday, and we'll connect with you down the road. Sounds great.
1: Thanks, Jay.